top of the day to you. Welcome back. I'm your host, Lomi Jacobs. Jane Dobre. Nihao, Nihama. Josan, Buenas, Tades, Coma Estel. Buono, Jernata, Gudental, Merimba. To all those of you far and wide. And welcome to Sassy Soul, Friend of God. Oh, yes. It's Friday, yippee And guess what? Soon Christmas is upon us, isn't it, hey? So let's include God in our plans from this day. A time of family or fun of just remembering how far you and I have come. But not looking back, but forward into 2022. So without any further ado, Feel welcome, feel blessed, feel that you have accomplished what you wanted to. And if not, it's okay, don't stress. For God knows the plan. God sees the heart and he lends a helping hand. So once again, so nice to have you join me today in that ethereal presence. That omnipotent presence, that forgiving presence, that it's okay presence. I'm here for you, no matter how down you might feel, no matter how sad it, you might feel. That presence that says, it's okay, I'm here for you, come what may. In the garden of serenity, in the garden of sublimeness, in the garden of peace be with you. In the garden that says, I'm here for you. Look to me, take my hand, and together, you and I, we will stand. So on this somewhat relaxing, cosy day, make haste to that sublime presence, that heart-rendering presence, that calm presence that says, I'm all you ever need presence, as we relax as soulful sisters, Prayer warriors, sassy soul, friend of God, today on this somewhat awesome Friday. Sassy soul, friend of God day. just say that no matter what is going on around or happening to you take time out to get in touch with the God so he can talk to you cuddle you and wrap and enfold you you know heed the word because you and I gosh we have to sassy soul friend of God during these crucial times let's not make hasty decisions let's not be angry with one another let's forgive and ask god to heal countries heal nations and draw us now all night to him 
So, while the Christmas is around the corner, let's lift our spirits in good cheer and ask God to let His will be done so we can move in Him in time to come. So, the lineup is as follows I declare day three that the soul story when you think you lost as well as don't cry over what is lost. So I guess this concludes you and my segment today. Dear sassy soul, friend of God, let's all come before the Lord and go on bended knees, asking forgiveness if you please. Repent and allow God to be God. I declare I declare I have the grace I need for today grace God's grace is sufficient for you and me today not tomorrow not next week not next month nor next year but his grace is given to you and me today I'm full of power, strength and determination. Nothing I face will be too much for me. I will overcome every obstacle, every delay, every outlast, every challenge and come through every difficulty better off than I ever was before. This is my declaration. You know, he goes on to say that when the people of Israel were in the wilderness headed toward the promised land. So, I don't know where you are at, in which season of your life you find yourself. Perhaps you're in the wilderness season. Perhaps you're in that season of bewilderment. Perhaps you're in the season of drought, in that season of... Gosh, where am I heading to? I don't know. You're in your winter season. Perhaps in that hibernation season, I do not know. But God gave them manna each morning to eat. Oh yes. So, it appeared on the ground. So where do you and I get manna? In the season of drought, in the season unbeknownst to you and me. In that wilderness season, in this unpleasing, unsatisfactory season that you and I find ourselves in. In fact, he said to them, Eat only what is enough for that day, because God will supply the next and the next and the next, come what may. Because if you and I take more, it would spoil. In the same way, God doesn't give us grace for a year at a time, a month at a time. No, every 24 hours, God gives you and me a fresh new supply of grace, of favour, of wisdom, of forgiveness, you say. So how will you make it through the slow season at work? 
simply one day at a time. How will you make it through this difficult period that you and I find ourselves in? One day, one step at a time. How will you put food on the table this Christmas if you have lost your work, that you have lost a parent, a loved one, that seat is empty? Simply take it one day at a time. Corrie ten Boom said something very interesting. She said during World War II, she and a Dutch family hid Jews from the Nazis and saved many lives. But eventually, as you know how the story goes, they were caught and put in prison. And right before her very eyes in these concentration camps, she saw all kinds of atrocities. She even witnessed, oh yes, the deaths of her own father and sister. And through a series of unusual events, Corrie was accidentally released and her life was spared, accidentally released. I guess you and I can say that in a season such as that, having seen and being a witness to all of those things done to her, right in front of her very eyes, it was the favour of God, wasn't it? Just like you and I. Despite what we are failing, despite what we are going through right now, you have unusual favour. In spite of seeing all the senseless killings, she never really became bitter. So you and I cannot feel bitter or become bitter during this time. Ask God to lift your spirit. She forgave the man who killed her family members. Somebody asked her how she could make it through those dark days of seeing such terrible acts of hatred and still be loving and kind and forgiving. She answered that question with a story. She said how when she was a little girl her father would take her on train rides throughout Europe. He would always purchase the ticket several weeks in advance but he would never give her the ticket until right before they were boarding. Of course she was a small girl and he was concerned she might lose it or leave it at home but whenever her father saw the headlights of the train pulling into the station he would hand his little daughter the ticket and they would step on board together. Corrie said to the person who asked her she could be, how could she be so forgiving? The reason he can't fathom how could how I could forgive the person who killed my family, she says. How could I not be filled with bitterness and hatred? It's because just like my father and our train tickets, God doesn't give us the grace we need until we are about to step on board. So come on, step on board, step into that ethereal presence. Step into that omnipotent presence where you and I can find grace and forgiveness during this period. But if you were to ever go through something like that, like I went through, she says, I can assure you God's grace will be there to help you make it through. Oh yes, 
especially now, the dark valleys that you and I find ourselves in and still keep you and my head held high and our hearts filled with love. So maybe right now you can't see how to overcome an obstacle, a delay, accomplish your dreams or forgive someone who hurt you but understand that when you get there God will hand you the ticket he purchased it 2,000 years ago on a cross at Calvary. Now when you and I come to a dark valley, a difficult season, a sickness, don't worry about it. Your heavenly father will hand you the ticket. He will give you and may the grace, the strength, the favour, the unique favour, the unmerited favour, the unusual favour, the forgiveness to do what you and I both need to do. But right now, we are in the season of Christmas, isn't it? Our things could have been so different. So let's not make hasty choices. Let's not make hasty decisions. Let's watch our tongue as we speak. I was reminded of that this morning because so quickly you and I can get so angry if you know what I mean. We say things out of turn, not really thinking how it would affect the other person you say. And God convicts you and brings you to a period of a time when you have to go through these things and say, forgive me please. And ask God for grace and peace that surpasses all things. yourself in a period of reinvention and nothing seems familiar and nothing seems normal and nothing makes sense and nothing matches your prior map of meaning or knowledge. Nothing looks like where you've been before and you're looking at it going, where's the gold? Where's the temple we heard about? Where's all the stuff that used to happen? Or if your body's starting to ache in ways that it didn't ache when you were 24 and you're figuring out how to work around that, God said, speak to the remnant, the remnant. The remnant can represent a fragment. Remember, there were hundreds of thousands taken to Babylon. Only 60,000 came back. That can discourage you, especially if you're a leader like Zerubbabel. And you know the hardest thing about staying in the ministry has been for me 15 years? Having to keep a good spirit even when people leave and it breaks your heart. Not if they leave to go on and do something great for God. I'm talking about people who just flat fall out. And you go, 
This is how some of the campus pastors feel about the people who hadn't even come back to volunteer yet. After everything we did for you? Really, you? I was praying for you for every ingrown toenail. You called me at 2 in the morning because you had heartburn and thought you had to go to the hospital, and I would pray for you, and you can't come back? Let me run into you in Ruby Tuesday. I will cuss you out. But so see, if, if I'm the devil, and I'm not, if I'm the devil, if I'm the enemy, I'm going to try to get you so focused on who left that you don't see what's left. There's still a remnant. Even if it's a fraction of what it once was, there's still a remnant. There is a remnant. Yeah, well, I don't have anything to be grateful for. There's a remnant. You just did it. Did you breathe in? Did you breathe out? Well, let everything that had breath praise the Lord. Even if you lost your business, you still got breath. Even if you lost your boyfriend, you still got breath. Not to say that that dude was rubble. Maybe God was clearing him out so you could get ready for something better, 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 better. Y'all better not let me go on tour. I feel fired up. Holy Ghost, remnant anointing. I'm not playing with y'all today. God said if you stay so focused on who didn't come back, who didn't support, who didn't like, who didn't endorse, who didn't click through, who didn't do it. This is what the Lord said to me in one season of ministry. He said, if you keep focusing on who left and what's lost, you are not going to see who's lost and what's left. Because I was crying. Because some people left out on me that I thought, what? Oh, we'll never leave. Be careful of those people. That's like Peter saying, I will never deny you, Lord. Jesus, like before that rooster says cock a doodle, he ain't even gonna get to the do and you're gonna say you don't know me. You're gonna cut the rooster off mid crow and disown me. <laughs> but while I'm crying, over who left. God has given me a mission as a pastor to reach people who are lost. That's the mission of Jesus, to seek and save what's lost. So the devil can't take you. Now, there's one thing he can't do. He can't take what God gave you. He can't. He can't. He can't. He can't. But if he can get you so depressed, so distracted, so disappointed, he wants to keep you crying to keep you from seeing what's coming. Stop crying. It's coming. Stop crying. It's coming. For everything that left your life, God has made a covenant with you. I am with you to this day. And let me finish the sentence. 
if God is for us, who can be against us? If God is with me, he is more than the world against me. I know you've been crying. It's all right. But God sent me with the prophetic word like Haggai. I see him reaching through the centuries to tell you, stop crying. It's coming. You don't want to miss what's coming because you're crying over what's gone. Watch this. Watch this. What's coming is better than what's going. God is taking you from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory. He didn't bring me this. All right, if you feel comfortable, touch your neighbor. Say, stop crying, it's coming. Stop crying, it's coming. Put it in the chat. Stop crying, it's coming. How long will you mourn over what God has rejected? Fill your horn with oil. David is in the field. It's coming, it's coming. It's coming, it's coming. It's coming, it's coming. I don't say that by feeling. I say it by faith. It's coming. Joy is coming. Peace is coming. Praise is coming. Restoration is coming. It's coming. It's coming. In fact, lift up your eyes. The harvest is here. Not four more months right now. I'm glad I finished this tour at home. I'm preaching to the right church today. Give him 10 seconds. Fill the temple with praise. With praise. Stop crying. It's coming. And if the enemy can keep you crying, he can keep you from seeing what's coming. Haggai said, I know what you're thinking. I'm thinking it too. This is nothing compared to that. I saw pictures of Solomon's temple on Pinterest. It was expensive. Not enough. It was the same place Solomon's temple was, but one made the same stuff. Because God is reforming it. He's reforming it. He's reforming it. He's reforming your life. He's shaping it like a potter in the clay. He's reforming it. That's what it is. It's his hands, not the devil's. When we write songs, they always, the worse they suck when we start them, the better they get when we finish them. But then we take it home and we have the demo, which is like the rough version. And there's this thing called demoitis. And it's when you listen to the first version so much that you start thinking it's perfect, but it really needs a lot of work. The devil has some of y'all in demoitis. You thought the first version was the only version of who you are, of what you do, of what your gifts are. But the Lord said, I can't make it better if you keep going back. Stop crying. 
I know it sounds insensitive, Pastor Steve. Jesus wept. Didn't you see that? Yeah, I'm the one who told you about that. But that's not all he did. Look at John chapter 11, verse 38. It says, after Jesus cried, which is important. You know, trauma is, trauma is real. 70 years in Babylon will make you cry. It'll make you forget to sing. When you find out what your kid's been doing behind your back, it'll make you cry. When you and your husband don't even look at each other except when you're around people so you can fake it real good, it'll make you cry alone. God doesn't correct the sisters, but I'm glad he didn't stop there, and you can't either. Okay. Because in verse 38, John 11:38, it says, Not Jesus cried, but Jesus once more deeply moved, came. So he cried, and then he came. Stop crying. It's coming. I don't want the old temple to keep me from seeing Jesus. Seriously. You know how it said in the verse in Haggai that from the day I brought you out of Egypt till now? Did you catch that? Really small thing in verse 5. I didn't make a big deal out of it, but it is a big deal. Because they thought that Pharaoh had to let them go for them to leave Egypt. That wasn't their biggest problem. Their biggest problem was letting go of Moses. Because, see, Moses gave them the law, and they were so committed to that that when Jesus came, who is the true image of God, to show them what God is really like, not to break the law, but to fulfill it, when Jesus came, they could not recognize better because they were stuck in before. So while we're fighting like, hey, Pharaoh, let me go. Hey, addiction, let me go. Hey, temptation, let me go. God's like, the thing that you're holding on to is the former glory. I don't know who it is. If it's three people, it's worth saying. You got to let go of former glory to receive present help. Now, that means a lot of things. It means that the same Jesus who cried at the gate came to the tomb. It didn't stop him from doing what he came to do. Because he didn't come just to cry or give them a Hallmark card. He didn't just bake them a roast so they could eat it three days later. He came to show them who he was. He came to reinvent their concept of God and to switch their template of truth. That not only am I a healer, I am resurrection. He came to prefigure what he would do. He came. So he cried. Everybody say he cried. Come on, don't tap out on me. This is the best part of the sermon. I know y'all aren't going to listen to a sermon about the glory of the latter house and skip the end of the sermon. This is the part I wanted to preach us to because he cried and you've been crying and you have a Christ who cries, so that's fine. He will cry with you. But then you have a Christ who, after he stopped crying, he came to the tomb. So he's coming to the tomb. He's coming to the part that's buried. He's coming to the part that's broken. He's coming to the part that's dead. He's coming to the part that stinks. He's coming to the part that's rotten. He's coming to the part that's given up on. He cried. He came. 
But that's not the good part. The good part is verse 43. Put verse 43 on the screen quickly, 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 quickly. And when Jesus has said this, he called. So he cried. He came. And then he called in a loud voice. And I hear that voice calling today through the halls of history, from the pages of Haggai to this very moment in the house of God. Lazarus! Come forth! Come forth! He's speaking to your joy. He's speaking to your peace. He's speaking to your strategy. He's speaking to your spirit. Come forth! So you cried a while. It's all right. I am convinced that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing to the glory that will be revealed. So, did you catch that whole sermon? He cried. He came. He called. You got to call some things out today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're not going to come just automatically. You can cry over it as long as you want. But I believe that something deeper is calling from the inside. What the prophet told the people was, you got to do the work. You got to do the work. Is wishing for something that you don't have keeping you from working with what you do have? I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I needed this word that the Lord said, you can cry, but eventually you got to come and you got to call those things that be not as though they are beneath your feelings. And the promise is, it's a covenant, not a commitment. Commitments can be broken. Yeah, covenants cannot especially when one of the parties is the one who cannot lie. Hey, thank you for watching. Make sure you subscribe to this channel so you don't miss a single video or live stream and share this video with a friend. And don't forget, you can join me live every Sunday. Thanks again for watching. I know you got your decadent a refreshing cup of tea, glass of water or juice, relaxing, chillaxing and waiting in anticipation as can be. This piece was written during a Women's Day celebratory on your and my way to victory. And as we are fast approaching Women's Day soon, I am reminded of way back when, at a time, I myself was placed in harm's way, just like the many young girls, young women gone missing or the unexplained. As the theme this year, 2021, is gender-based violence against women, myself and Into the Garden raises awareness to the plights of girls and women 
in need of help, safety from perpetrators themselves and from deep within. So won't you join me and into the garden, be that safe haven, that safe platform for women who are in need not only to be heard but to be rescued to be free. With that said, any hope will do, knowing that lives are spared and gold are found, and you are a part of that which is epic and oh so profound. So do stay tuned and connect with me on Facebook as we raise awareness through soul poetry, soul stories and with newness for into the garden feels and knows the plight of women and watch you go through. Continue to stay tuned as celebratory additions are adding value to you and I can't wait for what's in store for God is a God of structure, of order and oh so much more. All I can say is watch the space to be amazed for when God steps in you and I can but only give him all the praise. Have you ever gotten lost? I mean really, really lost with no GPS back in the day just plain that's my marking here I say just like the fairy tale back in the day of Hansel and Gretel come what may sweating, gasping for breath looking so forlorn and people staring at you like a Cinderella or Jack and the Beanstalk tired, weak and oh so withdrawn or you know the nursery rhyme this little piggy went to market this little piggy stayed home this little piggy had roast beef this little piggy had none and this little piggy cried wee wee i can't find my way home yes that was me way back when drawn out scared weak in the knees both characters in both stories if you please so have you taken the wrong turn at an intersection in an unfamiliar place have you gone out with friends and they dump you and left you walking around in circles trying to get yourself out of that crazy hazy maze you get the picture right so as a youngster i felt lost alone and afraid moving from one large city to the next at a fairly young age to an unfamiliar city what a blaze for any youngster at that age but as you well know, parents make decisions and the well-being of you as children lay heavily upon their hearts. 
and so you just simply tarry along for what seemed right or not. At that time, no one could tell, but as they say, your parents know best for you from an early start. And let's lay that to rest. Well, upon a particular day, Mum decided to send me to the shop anyway. Hmm, just to run the corner, I thought. But nothing could prepare you for the hours from whence till not. Now after going with her, I figured I knew the way, right? Wrong, you say, unlikely friends followed and misguided me that I ended up left alone with no money on the steps of a footbridge, you see. Bruised, kicked, clothes torn from top to knee, and mind you, people walking past, not helping me, just staring and passing by me, oh, you see. Now can you imagine, lost all alone in an unfamiliar place, an unfamiliar setting, and not at all sure how to get home, but yet the shop was oh so close by, which seemed so far at that time to roam. Mind you, it was the same road I took to school each day, but upon that eerie day I had no idea, in fact, my late mum had no idea what would befall us that day. But alas, who found me sitting sobbing on the steps was dear old mum, petrified, crying with me as the hours seemed so long that a familiar face, a familiar stance, a familiar hand would lift me up, cradle my face in her loving hands and whisk me off. So can you see how valuable these stories are to the human mind, to you and to me? For everything these days are so keep up with the times, the digital age of mankind, that stories as heartfelt and so dear are swept under the rug and forgotten all because of times age, you, me, and technology. So where does this leave you and me? What are we leaving for our children to see? That it's okay to behave in the way you feel fit, to forget where you come from, to not speak up, much less forget about your childhood experiences that equipped you saved you, shaped you, molded you, strengthened you into adulthood. For to some those days were either scary as a misfit or glamorous as a Barbie doll, but to the rest who didn't fit in, today we are who we are because of those things happening. But thanks be to God, you forgive you learn and you move on, isn't it? So I have taken you back to my glory days of where at that time didn't feel like it, being lost, 
and oh so afraid. For youngsters, though innocent at that time, were schoolmates, you see, playing a trick on a new bay, but stealing from me and bullying me for being different and speaking different, you see. For I to this day, gosh, don't always fit in, but that's okay, for at times you and I are not meant to fit in. You and I are meant to stand out, for being different is a gift, a key, a celebration from where you were held captive to victory. Much less like Joseph, you see, from being sold into slavery, from the prison then into the palace with glee. For remember, jealousy and envy destroys families. You see, no matter how lost you or I might be, there is someone who cares for the lost, the weary, the broken, the battered, the abuse, the widow, the orphans, the misuse, with empathy for you and me. So when you think you lost, either as a youngster, a teenager, an adult, and nowhere to go, pray and ask God to lead the way. Ask him for a word in season. Ask him to guide you along life's somewhat good, bad, intolerant highway. But be prepared, soul sister, prayer warrior. It might not be what you want to receive. But believe me when I say he knows what is best for you and me. Indeed, in that secret, scary, dark, eerie, when you think you lost, you have him, you see. This is the year that God works miracles everywhere. Doesn't matter where or at which point in your life you are right now. God will release you from every onslaught, every captivity, every sadness, every bullying and every loneliness and lead you into supernatural greatness and boldness. Pray and ask Father God to pour out a double portion of blessing on your family, your health, your career, your nation, your personal life, your marriage, your friends and your foes. May he continue to bless you on your lonely highway, who knows, and may you be a blessing to others as you bestow. So may you seek his wisdom and guidance in all you do. May he become your GPS when lost, afraid and in scariness and all what's new. Wake up, get up, dress up, stand up, look up, thank up, be amazed at how far you came up. Allow God to work in you, 
so you can continue to show women that God can do it for them too, if only they release, let go, forgive and say, Father forgive them for they know not what they do. And so it is, so shall it be. And this was written by Under the Moonlight Shasti, the 11th of January, 2000, you say. When you think you're lost, when you think you're alone this Christmas season, when that seat across the table is empty and your heart is filled with sorrow, with sadness, look up to God and ask him change your weary heart to uplift your sorrowful heart for they are angels now who will impart of sassy soul friend of god today thank you for joining me once again in the very heart and soul of the garden yes where the mood is happy content and you're a-okay so yes stepping out into the weekend looking forward to spending time with family isn't it well Keep safe, keep your distance, mask up, and wherever you go, spread good cheer. Thank you for sharing the podcast with family, friends, and neighbours. But most of all, thank you for sharing the love. So wherever you are, perhaps you're tuning in whilst at work, during a lunch break. Thank you. Perhaps you are listening to Into the Garden, the wee hours of the morning. We salute you and say, may you have an awesome day. And whatever your task may be, you're going to be fine anyway. Perhaps you're flying, going somewhere, bon voyage, spending holiday time with family. Be safe, take care. And who knows, may favour be with you beyond compare. Well... If you're celebrating a birthday today, an anniversary, perhaps you receive good tidings of good cheer. Well, happy birthday to you. Happy anniversary to you too. And may God continue to knit you together like only he can do. And congratulations to you too if you receive good tidings of good cheer. Well, to the many out there. On a more lighter note, we have lost loved ones so dear. 
that seat is empty as you know tears will be shed but god knows take it to the lord in prayer and allow god to steer you in the direction of comfort so that you will feel the warmth the love of the many out there yes i will continue to still be on air during this time encouraging you motivating you inspiring you come what may well this is enter the garden and sassy soul friend of god indeed yes keep the faith look up and thank god and let's not look behind and be dumbfound but look ahead and say this is the day that god will lead us come what may into you and my very next where things can only get better if we look up and take that step well as i said you and i we continue to love release and wish every one the very best you say let's remember to be mindful of those less fortunate and you and me dear sassy soul friend of god if you please for this year raise your hands and take that leaf and say praise be to god for this might not have been my year but yet i made it with him so until next time until we meet again same time same place you know where to find me in the very heart and babe i'll into the garden as we release and let go pretty soon of 2021 you say
I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He, will keep, he who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and evermore. Come on, let's just lift our hands. Just begin to thank the Lord. 
Let's look to the Lord this evening. From whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord, the Creator, the Maker of heaven and earth. Shukur rabahadari Allah ka rabahadari Allah ka rabahadari Allah ka rabahadari Allah ka rabahadari Shikar rabahadari Allah ka rabahadari Let's take a moment to pray Shudari Allah ka rabahadari 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 Hallelujah Let's sing this in Chinese Jesus, our Savior, Jesus, our healer, 
Jesus, our deliverer, our provider. Jesus, our soon coming King. Jesus, whose grace is sufficient for all of us in every season, in every time, in every period of our lives. Jesus, you are the Word of God, the, the Lamb unto our feet, the light unto our path. You are the bread that will satisfy. Jesus, we just look to you tonight and we say we love you. Be enthroned in the praises of your people. Jesus, we thank you to count us worthy to have gone through these seasons of challenges and trials and testing for your name's sake. Now, Lord, we just pray tonight, let there be an open heaven. Tonight, pour out your anointing once again. Pour out your love. Pour out your peace. Pour out the power, the glory of God upon each one of us. I want you to pray in tongues really loud from the front to the back. Jesus, we love you, we love you, we love you, we love you. clap tonight hallelujah hallelujah why don't you just show him your love show him your praises great is our God and greatly to be praised let him know your faith in him oh Jesus we praise you we worship you we give you all the glory we give you all the glory Clap your hands, City Harvest Church. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. Shout to God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. What a wonderful presence of God here.